Farrakhan, Alex Jones, Milo Yiannopoulos, and Paul Joseph Watson all get banned from Facebook. Censorship. We discuss it. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? What does it mean for politics and culture going forward? And then we discuss an article that Dr. Jordan Peterson posted on his Facebook page about one night stands and whether or not they work for women. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging with Apes. Go on over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. Sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. Let's do this. Big, 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 big topics today. Um, One is pretty prevalent in the news right now. The other, not so much. But they are both prevalent pertaining to the culture that we currently live in. Which one would you like to tackle first? Man, we gotta talk about these guys getting banned. It's 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 messed up. I think uh I think this is a step in the wrong direction and people that are you know, people that have a platform should be weary about what's going on here. Well, let's give a backstory for those that don't know. Mm-hmm. So essentially what happened a few days ago, Facebook banned Minister Louis Farrakhan of the Nation of Islam, Alex Jones, InfoWars, Paul Joseph Watson from InfoWars, and the self-proclaimed dangerous faggot Milo Yiannopoulos. I make sure I say self-proclaimed. That's not me calling him that. That's what he calls himself. Um, all for... What Facebook said in air quotations were dangerous. That that these they stay uh, they had dangerous rhetoric, dangerous messages, messages of hate, and so they banned them. So deplatformed them from Facebook. From what I understand, that was like the last place where Alex Jones was safe because he was banned from Facebook and Instagram. Those were the only two social media platforms that he was still allowed on. Twitter had banned him. I know Twitter had banned Milo. If I'm not mistaken, Paul Joseph Watson is still on YouTube. Yeah. But YouTube had banned Alex Jones not that long ago. Uh, I don't know where YouTube stands with Farrakhan because Farrakhan doesn't really put out videos. There's videos of him, like clips and stuff, but he doesn't like seek to put out videos. There's just like plenty of videos of his messages and whatnot floating around out there. I guess starting off, I have to ask this question. Are any of those four people mentioned? Because there were some other people banned, but those were the four most notable ones. Um, are any of those people, have you ever found any of them extreme or dangerous, if you will? No, no. I feel like certain ideas could be... Like, for example, Farrakhan has talked about, like, uh, segregation being better than integration. Uh, on the offset, I think that, that that could seem extreme in the United States, right? Because 
that's kind of like what you want to do is you want to integrate into American values, but it's still a, an idea like that that's that's good to explore because there are communities that don't that that kind of you know they kind of segregate themselves and 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 flourish because of it. I mean, because because of the of the structure of it, but that could seem like like an extreme an extreme thing to say. Yeah, or, because segregation and integration. When you talk about it from the perspective of government involvement, it's never a good thing. Like these exactly. these communities where they're segregated, if you will, it's sort of by choice. And they're segregated to the extent of their culture and value system. Not necessarily like segregated in the sense of yeah. you they won't go to school with other people. Exactly. Or communicate with other people or even befriend other people, but they do have very tight-knit communities and if somebody is going to enter their community or or like be part of it like for instance like you know let's just say for example like some girl falls in love you know she's like an asian and she falls in love with some white dude yeah i'm pretty sure that like her culture and her community would really need dude to be on the same page before they even accept him you know what i'm saying yeah yeah and that and that's where that was good that you caught that because, because yeah, governmental the government shouldn't even have any say, which is really the problem with today's government is sometimes they overreach and try and tell you what's good, what's bad. You let societies and and people kind of decide as individuals. I don't really believe in 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 segregation because there's too many good ideas from so many different groups that like you know, it's it's good to kind of intake. And you have to like understand like where we come from. That's not really like imagine that that we didn't kind of integrate some ideas into you know or integrate ourselves into like the ideals of of certain people. Oh yeah, we would be lost. I I think because where <clears throat> yeah. we come from, the I mean, and and this is community wise. I'm not talking about like our families and like what our parents have taught us, but the communities that that we stem from. Uh, no, like the value systems are pretty poor, you know? Yeah. And if you <clears throat> live and if you live by it, you'll certainly die by it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what, what blew my mind? Um, you're watching this video with Cat Williams and I guess he got into it with a fan, was it? Uh, or, yeah, that's what it was. He was on CNN, but yeah, the video was about something him getting into it was a fan or something like that. And it was because they were like on some like fuck America type shit or, or something like that. And and he was like, well, no, America is great. And that like how how can you say, how could you not be feel privileged, you know, of the fact that you're here in America and that that you come from the best country in the world. And like my my head almost exploded to be honest, because I was like I, I was a little shocked. Yeah, it's unexpected from him. From yeah, from him. Like I was like, oh, whoa. Um. So you're starting to see like <clears throat> where 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 a lot of this stuff is going, um, or where where it could potentially go, like where like allegiances, you know, are, are made because of this. Because to be honest. Unlikely allegiances. Yeah, well, and we've talked about that before, like the year of unlikely alliances. Mm -hmm. But um, 
it's interesting though because with with Farrakhan, just as many times have I as I've seen video clips of him criticizing the United States. I've seen as many video clips of him saying how he loves this land. Oh. It, it was definitely like a for him a, a love hate relationship, and I don't think anything is perfect. I don't think anything is without its criticisms. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. it's that it's this idea that you ought to recognize that you're in a far better situation than most other people in the world. You know when when you talk yeah. about criticism. So like I mean who who would we be? What kind of podcast would we be if we didn't have the nerve to criticize this country? Yeah, we love the country, but yeah, there are things that you ought to criticize. That's I and I think by and large that's how you make things better by yeah. recognizing certain problems and certain issues with it uh and well i mean farrakhan is not the only one either like you know obviously milo yiannopoulos he's an asshole i mean i think even he knows it and and that's his persona and i mean if that's his truth then that that's cool uh, for him, like let him be him. What's What's interesting about Milo, though, is that he is a self proclaimed provocateur. So it's like they don't. <clears throat> in, in a way, you're kind of giving him what he wants. In a way, because he's provoking you to do all this this yeah. craziness, you know. And and he's really like a jester of the court, and you're just you're just kind of proving his point, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, for as much shit that he has said, there's there's truth in a, a lot of the stuff that he's talked about. And again, this is about people expressing their ideas. You're not always going to agree with them, but it's definitely a healthy conversation to have. But see, but see, and and this is the thing. And you and I have had briefly went over this. Uh, over breakfast when we were on our on the trip handling some music stuff um i do think that facebook sees these guys as dangerous but not dangerous in the sense that they're trying to lead on like oh these guys are dangerous because of hate speech and and whatnot no i think to them these guys are dangerous because the ideas that they talk about are the ideas that can spark the notion of a better society and a society that is less reliant upon social media, a society that, that is more sound with family and friendships and, and a good way of being a good foundation. For instance, what's some of the things that, that Milo says, he says, and he says very brazenly, feminism is cancer. Yeah. And oh my God, this what what a what a wild thing to say for so many people. Yeah. Now let's but let's 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 look at something. When we were walking down Hollywood Boulevard, I I didn't point this out to you because uh, I don't know you might have been like in the souvenir store or something like that. But um, we're walk we're walking down and I saw a lady with a shirt that says everybody should be a feminist. And so, and just so the audience knows, your eyes just rolled. <laughs> um, everybody should be a feminist. Yeah. And her husband, 
were, or were, he looked like to be her husband. It was a guy that was with her. Had a shirt that had an arrow pointed at her. I was like, fuck that shit. No, actually, it was quite the opposite. <laughs> you could tell just based off of looking at him, and I'm, I'm, I'm usually pretty good at analyzing these things, that he was like a super soft, docile, she wears the pants type of dude. Now, let's <laughs> let's let's talk about that. Let's let's break that down. I think, and and I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Not just you, but any of the listeners. I implore you to reach out, leave leave reviews, leave comments, tweet at us, and let me know what you think. If you think that this is wrong, I find that most honorable decent women don't want to operate in a form of dominance over a man they don't want that i find that i and not to say that there won't be times that they take the wheel i'm not saying that because i think if you have a healthy uh balanced relationship there will be times where she'll take the wheel but but there are relationships where the chick is like in constant domination of the guy yeah. If you look at what cur- the current forms of feminism preaches and what their agenda is, it is that. It is like a constant domination of things. Like, no, you don't need to do that. And you don't need, like, it's like, whoa, calm down. Like, it's. The problem, I think, in everything you're saying, well, I mean, not, not the problem with what you're saying, but like the problem, the word, the problematic word for me is constant. You know? Because, like, you could be dominant in certain things, but the constant dominance is what I think is an unhealthy right. state. And well that's that's yeah. what that's the point in in in, in saying it. And mm-hmm. so but the thing is there's so many layers to break down that who really has time to like break it down like that layer after layer after layer. So a guy like Milo, what does he do? He cuts to the chase. How do you cut to the chase, Milo? You cut to the chase by wearing a shirt that says feminism is cancer. Whoa. That's going to have a reaction. Hell yeah, it's going to have a reaction. And because Not a... so much by guys like us, but by a lot of people. What? What? Feminism is cancer? Okay. Now, those there will be those that just leave the room immediately. But then there will be those that are brave enough to broach him on the topic. Well, what do you mean by that? What do you mean that feminism is cancer? And that's the point. He wants you to ask him, what does this mean? And then and then he eloquently, logically, and factually breaks down how the, the more current waves of feminism are breaking down the social fabric. Yeah. It's leading it's leading to more to more divorces. It's leading to, to less happiness. I mean, they say right now there's all kind of data that shows that like the, the level of happiness from women is at an all time low. They're more liberated than they've ever been, but they're more unhappy than they've ever been. Because if you look at all the shit that that's making them unhappy, and there's these these are smart guys far smarter than us breaking this shit down. Yeah. Yeah. And and like looking at it scientifically, and what you're seeing is almost every facet or element as to why they're unhappy comes from what feminism preaches. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And um, 
See, basically, his strategy <clears throat> on creating a conversation is, like you said, cut to the chase. Stop beating around the bush. That was a 2016 Trump campaign. That that was that, That's what it was based off of. I'm, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to provoke by saying something which many people will feel that is off the wall. No pun intended, off the wall. But and then from there I'm gonna I'm gonna force the conversation to this and then we're gonna debate it. And then th- that that's when we can start giving the, these ideas. And that's that's kind of like a thought experiment. You know, like if you think about it, like, okay, well let's let, why why don't we just say some some shit that we really feel? This is what I really feel, and I'll tell you why. And now that that won't be the case. You think about that for a second. Whether you agree with the shirt or not, the fact that the conversations that were being had, which were constructive conversations, and you don't have to agree with everything, they were being had. You know, yeah, and th- now that's something that's been taken away. Exactly. And that that's very key. The conversation was being had. But furthermore, furthermore, at what point can you not agree when what you're being told is is factual and logical? Yeah. Like here's the data to show you this. You know, this is not this is not uh just somebody saying it or just yeah. from their individual perspective. No, there's data to yeah, see, yeah. to show and to substantiate the claims that are being made. It's not just anecdotal. So that I think that's very key. Farrakhan What's dangerous about Farrakhan? I think there's a lot dangerous about Farrakhan. Farrakhan, I mean, I don't think it's dangerous, but Farrakhan is very pro his people. Yes, I know, like, like for instance, Ben Shapiro has a lot of criticisms of Farrakhan because he has made some anti-Semitic remarks, and Farrakhan has been linked to a bunch of people on the left from, like, celebrities and stuff like that, and, and whatever, so be it. But every message that I've ever heard from Farrakhan is very pro his people. It yeah. it is stop this fucking this these drugs, stop all this fucking alcohol, stop all these pills, get your mind right, get your money right. Like, yeah, it's powerful shit. Yeah, it, it and, is. And 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 for and that's the stuff that leads people to think twice about who they vote for, as opposed to constantly voting like zombies. I think that's exactly. the thing that made Kanye West so scary to people. It's like, no, nah, I'm not saying vote for Trump. I'm not saying vote for anybody. What I'm saying is think about this shit. Yeah. That's yeah. scary. That's it scary is. to them. Because because you gotta understand, you 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 really, 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 really need to understand something. In the age where people, as we've covered on the show before, in the age where people feel so lonely and so detached. One of the main vehicles for that is social media. Yeah. And it and it's it would it would seem and it would appear as though social media has the most to gain by people keeping people like that. And what it seems to me is that these guys are preaching messages that are trying to unify. As crazy as that sounds because they're they're considered divisive people, but 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 it's be it's once you get past the harsh and brash layer that you see that that the message is really a unifying thing. That's a hip hop approach. 
Exactly. It's a hip hop approach, it, an aggressive it, cause, approach. Because you, one may say, one may say, oh, Milo is so divisive. Feminism is cancer. No, isn't it unifying? Isn't it unifying for a guy to like to point out the problem and say, hey, this is why you all hate each other. This is why this is not working. And there's so many see, uh, boys being raised without fathers and 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 all this 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 fucked up shit that's going on. I don't know. That sounds pretty unifying to me. That's like, yeah. damn. Let's stop this. Let's 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 make things work. Let's let's fix things. Let's do better. But this is where, this is the part of, of the movie and, and scream where where dude says, "But wait, there's, there's more." more. <laughs> that's not scream. That's uh, that's scary movie. Oh, it is. <laughs> it is. It's, it's it's scream. I mean, it's it's scary movie. They were making fun of dude because he was all spitting mm-hmm. and shit on uh the first scream. Pretty good movies, but anyway. This is the part where I feel like there was an even deeper. Uh, there's some deeper in the works because that's where like the Paul Joseph Watson being banned was like, whoa. Because like, he's not really an offensive dude. He could seem, he critiques. It's a hard, it's, he's a hard critic. Yeah. Of, 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 of things the that ought to be critiqued. Yeah. And, and, and I've never seen him do no Milo shit and and really like any any anything that he says is really not that controversial not like on on, on Farrakhan level or yeah. even Alex Jones level and that's what I was like whoa so because be, why why because he was on Infowars or or is it because like this is the slow like let's take the the what people perceive as extreme mm-hmm. right Let's cut that off, and now, like, what well, what we were talking about on on our trip uh, to LA, which was now who's gonna be the edgy people? Is Louder he- with Crowder and Ben Shapiro and well, Bill Maher. Right. I mean, th- those are kind of like the witty. They're witty. Yeah, but they're but not they're, edgy. They're, yeah, they're not edgy no, at to all. To be quite honest with you. Who's edgy now? Like to or? be quite honest with you, if they're gonna, if they were to like ban Paul Joseph Watson, we're not far off because I oh, think no. we're way more controversial than he is. Oh, way more. And you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's that it's just he has a bigger platform than we do. Yeah, yeah. But but uh, but yeah, like if if you were to ban him, then yeah, you de- we're definitely toast. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, but but think about that because it, it's it's a it's a it's a scary proposition to to say oh well these guys because they're mean or because we don't we, these are ideas that you shouldn't think well who's to say but but do you you notice something else though and uh, uh, I if I'm not mistaken Paul Joseph Watson po- uh, pointed this out in in uh, one of his later YouTube videos or more recent YouTube videos rather. Out of those four, you know one thing that they all have in common? They all were somewhat instrumental in getting Trump elected. Even yeah. Farrakhan. If you remember, Farrakhan didn't really speak badly about Trump. He didn't. He avoided, He kind of avoided it. Yeah, he avoided it. Like, yeah. and, and, and But who he did speak badly about was Bernie and Hillary. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? He, he did, yeah. And, and it was one That's of those crazy. things where it's just like, and 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 uh, Paul Joseph Watson was saying, "This is revenge. Like they're taking revenge out on us." And then not only that, something else that's 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 interesting. Huh. 
they all have relatively big voices and big platforms for the most part. Yeah, they all do. Not for the most part. Of them four, they do have big platforms. Milo a lot less because since like Twitter, that kind of hurt him. Yeah. Because like that was where his big following was. Yeah. Uh, his Twitter ban. If you notice something very, very wild, the same day that that happened was the same day that that uh, the jobs report came out and like the the U.S. had added another two hundred plus thousand jobs. Yeah, they, which, which made which made that put our unemployment rate at the lowest since like the fifties. Yeah, yeah, it did. I remember because it was like a notification. Yeah, and and yeah. and so and so and put it, the two and two together. Yeah, it's all. It's almost oh. like it almost seems almost calculated. Like all right, well, it was. Like this dude, this dude, like this Trump guy is like, people are fucking with this. He's doing good. All right, let's, we got to do something because these are the guys, these are the guys that are going to be voicing because make no mistake about it. If Farrakhan is telling his people, Hey, get off the drugs, stop drinking, get jobs, build your families, build strong. And then you have the jobs in the community to be able to do that. He's going to be all for the dude that's bringing the jobs. Yeah. He's going to be all for that because he's for his people. He don't give a fuck about, about the Bernies and, and, and the Hillary's and the who should I be aligned with? No. Who is going to help my people? That and, and um, it, it's, I think where we're at now and where, where what they should be thinking is um, they have big enough bases where I think like they have to start thinking smart, like team up, <laughs> you know, like what, what, what Tim pool was saying about like Snoop being mad about the Farrakhan thing. That's cool. And obviously, you know, like that, that does make a difference, but like, yeah, you, you're going to have to do more than just like, well, that, that was what I, for that, one guy. That's what I said when we were, when we were in LA, I was like, if I were them, I would reach out to one another. Yeah. Find a big podcast platform like like a Joe Rogan, which I'm sure Joe Rogan would love having all of them on his podcast at one time. Oh, dude will get banned. How wild would that be? Let's <laughs> let's just for a moment, all of our listeners, for a moment, think of Joe Rogan, Farrakhan, Alex Jones, Paul Joseph Watson, and Milo Yiannopoulos on one podcast episode the internet would explode oh yeah the and, internet would <laughs> explode and and in that conversation un unveil a fucking facebook a <laughs> <laughs> facebook competitor or some shit honestly like that. i i don't need at that if you if they were to do something like that i don't even think they would need a facebook i think that would be so moving and monumental yeah. that it would it would force facebook to be like all right Maybe we need to dial back because, because yeah. that's just these guys. We don't want the Crowders and the Shapiros yeah. joining with this. We don't want the Petersons. We don't want because now, because yeah. the the fact of the matter is like like that's the intellectual dark web right there. You're talking about that has influence. Oh, it does. That has a a, a shitload of influence. And then and then you start to drag the the Blexit movement, the 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 Lexit movement and yeah, whatever other yeah. movements there are out there. If you can if you can reach out to certain people, now nah, like 
Shit, that might be the spark that starts the civil war. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh God. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's it's that it's it's really really that crazy and that intense. I don't know if that w- they would do that. Like the idea of it is is monumental, but I, I don't. Think I think it's necessary. I, I think, think it's necessary. Yeah. I, I I think they should. I, I think. Uh, I mean, did, uh, if I were them, or if I was like like an advisor of theirs, I think that like th- no, we have to do something like this. We need to do something like this. And what this needs of, to happen and, asap. And 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 furthermore. What kind of biblical shit is that where you have Farrakhan and Alex Jones on the same side? Jesus. What happened? If, listen, listen, if, if two weeks ago I had like got hit with a brick and fell into a coma and then I woke up today and then, and then you're like, you're like just, you know, keep getting me up to date on everything. Like, hey man, kid, this, this, and this happened, this, and this, and happened. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And I'll be like, and then you're like, yeah, Farrakhan and, and and Alex Jones, they fucks with each other. And then like you just like breeze past. I was like, what? Wait, stop. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> yeah, Farrakhan and Alex Jones, they they dropped an album together. <laughs> 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 like what? Like, like what? What? How? How did this happen? How did this happen? And and how it happened was <laughs> censorship. Yeah, censorship will create the most unlikely alliances. Yeah, that shit is that shit is nuts. But but it's and censorship without real purpose. Like yes, if a fucking piece of shit is out there putting out like kitty porn, yeah, yeah. censor them, lock them up, or whatever. But these are these are just ideas. But these are guys just talking. But remember this too. Like Tim Pool said something uh, very telling. I think also it, it was it was probably revenge because. Because Farrakhan didn't didn't feel the need to to be on some bash Trump shit, but also it it kind of made it where it wasn't like an attack on the right, because it, otherwise it would have been pretty obvious. And Tim Pool said that on his video. He's like, "Well, yeah," and and furthermore, the fact that like there was a kind of a press release for that, like the, all these articles said that, and then it did seem kind of copied and pasted, like the all oh, far right extremists. Uh, Joe, um, you know all these people, and then Farrakhan. Yeah. Farrakhan, well, really? but but let's t- let let's stop for a moment and 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 let's talk about the right. Farrakhan is a religious figure. Oh, far right. My bad. I didn't mean to add yeah. extremists. And and a lot of views that Farrakhan believes in, spiritually or religiously, if you will. They are far right for these people because yeah. Farrakhan, like, you know, like the Nation of Islam, they're not with like homosexuality yeah. or oh, yeah, abortion yeah. or, or no. none of that. So, yeah. like, by all accounts, if you like as a religious figurehead, the dude is far right to these people. Well, yeah, yeah, because religiously, it, you know, Islam is a very conservative, very conservative. Yeah. Now, where he stands... Where he stands socially with you know certain things or or like when it comes to like foreign policy, maybe that's different. But yes, the core beliefs and values of Islam is is rather right wing. And and you know it, it's 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 crazy you say that because it, it's very um, it's very easy to fall into who's left, who's right, who's liberal, who's conservative progressive and all that and and people need to also realize so many different issues 
so many different topics, you're not going to agree on everything, you know. You might be libertarian on a certain view. You might be very conservative on one view. You might be very liberal on another view. And I think a mixture of all that is what makes you, you know, what you are. I don't think, uh, so. and, and I feel that when you vote, it should kind of, you're not going to get someone that's going to agree with you 100%, but you're going to vote for the person that more more so fits your worldview. Yeah. Which is why it's good to be informed and have your own opinions on these things and then and 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 really like study the shit and by by that I mean like really like ask yourself why you believe in that or why you don't believe in in this because it's you kind of like studying the material and 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 seeing the beginning of the idea to the end and seeing what what it was and what the outcome was because this was applied you know mm-hmm. that's how we're able to talk about <clears throat> You know, capitalism on the show and communism and nationalism, uh, the effects of it, good and bad, um, globalism, uh, views on abortion, um, fiscal responsibility. You know, that's it, all this ties into like the politics of it. Like, what, what, what is the outcome that gets us to to Here the right on place? Hanging with apes, we truly cover it all. Yeah, yeah. It truly is the best, <laughs> but yeah, but um, that that's that's why it's important, and that's why this shouldn't be breezed past by people. I don't think no. that people should be okay with no, this. No, they shouldn't. They they shouldn't. And 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 remember that there are a lot of people out there that want you to be as dumb as you possibly can be. And how they ensure that is by making sure that the only messages that you're getting are the same old messages that you've been getting for Lord knows how long. And and actually, that brings up a, a, a interesting personal thing that that happened on our trip mm-hmm. when I asked a question to the to the the publicist the the journalist panel. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That so was, that was fun. so I had which I was about to walk out like once they spoke. I didn't get much from it. I didn't get much from it, and I was very disappointed in this whole, like, the echo chamber thing. So I kind of got what I probably knew I was going to get and was fairly disappointed. So as I'm out... As I'm walking out, because you weren't, you were in a, you were in the overflow room. I was yeah. in the main room. You yeah. were in the overflow room. Cause yeah, yeah. So we're, we're both standing by the door, and like I was standing like right in front of the door. So like I was like, "Fuck, these people keep," and I'm really trying to listen. So, so I left. So I, he's not even next to me. So so I'm on the overflow. They're finished. Everyone's clapping. I'm walking out. And, and as soon as I hit the like, double doors, and the guy's like, "We're gonna open it up for a Q and A." Yeah. And, and then, I'm at the door. And then the guy, see the guy walking with the mic. And so he's like, any questions? So I raised my hand. He didn't see me. So I had, it's funny. I didn't have me a Kanye moment in the terms of it. Like I wasn't like very belligerent, yeah. but I did snatch the mic from dude <laughs> because he was walking. I was like, no, 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 no. I, I, let me, I want to, I got a question. Cause I had my hand raised and I'm like showing him like, yo, like my hand is raised. Yeah. And he's like walking, walking. And then I, I grabbed him. I didn't grab him, but I tapped him on the shoulder and he looks at me and then I get the mic and they and he just but he like because it was that little dude, remember? Yeah. 
Like I'm not not being a bully or nothing, but it was nah, just like you're one a of bully. The, <laughs> <laughs> he was Taylor Swift, and I was kind of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, no, no. But it was just like no, I I got a question, and he was yeah. like, oh, well, I guess you're the closest. Like, you, yeah. But whatever. So anyway, I asked a two part question. Yeah. Now, mind you, before I before I tell the audience what or the listeners rather what the question was. The panel was made up of a lady that worked at Motormouth, like Motormouth Media, uh, a journalist for the L.A. Times. He was a music journalist and a curator for Pandora playlists. So those were the people on there. And like the whole panel and seminar was about publicity in music. Yeah. Now, they had talked about something during the course of their discussion about the echo chamber. And for anybody who's not familiar with the echo chamber... That is essentially a group of people that are on any social media platform or these social justice warriors or activists or, or whatever you wanna whatever you wanna call them, that without thinking, the minute somebody says or does something that's not to their liking, they wanna jump and ban them and censor them and destroy their career. So they brought up two examples of the echo chamber, one in which they thought it was good, where like if somebody was misogynist or racist or whatever, and then one where they thought it was bad, like if somebody tells a joke, which the joke was lame as fuck that they talked about the banana thing. Remember that shit? It was yeah. just like a stupid joke that's like, who, who would get mad about that? So yeah, no wonder you think in this case, the echo chamber is stupid because like it's it's just a, it's a stupid scenario. But <laughs> in the other in the other scenario, they they were all for it. So what I asked, my question was a two-part question, and I asked a question of, one, because of the current state of media art forms like music and movies and people more and more feeling like it's boring and it's trite and it's not challenging, do you think that the echo chamber is a good thing and do you see it that changing? Let me tell you that the uneasiness and the disdain... <laughs> that struck their faces was wow like like the like the, yeah. the, the 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 journalist from the LA Times he looked at me like why would you even ask something like that yeah <laughs> the echo the the echo chamber will save us all like type shit like it will <laughs> like i believe in the echo chamber yeah. so he didn't even really answer anything like he just had like the look of disgust and he's like i'll let you take this one so like the the chick from motormouth she answers she didn't have as much disdain in her look, but I could tell she didn't rock with, with with the question. It was it was almost as though like it was like to the point where like the elitism has gotten so bad that the fact that you would even question it is now becoming a problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And you gotta and mind you, we're out there on the West Coast where like this is this is what a lot of these people are about. Well, anyway, yeah. she answers and then she's like. She's like, well, I guess it depends on what the, the the echo chamber is echoing. If it's something, and then she referenced that dumbass joke. If it's some, if somebody makes a joke about a banana, well, yeah, they're just taking things too serious. But if somebody's a misogynist or a racist or a homophobe, then yeah, it's a good thing. Oh, okay, that was she. That was her answer. And then the chick that worked for Pandora. I could tell she didn't like the question, but she was a lot more realer with her answer. Yeah. And what she said was... Well, remember, the guy said, because that's when they talked about Chris Brown, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
Cause he, yeah, that you're you're right about that. And no. I'm glad you didn't let me breeze past that. They the 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 guy he brought up, Chris Brown, and and then the lady from Motormouth. She was like, yeah, well, he still does really well, and like, but she was upset about it. And he was really upset. He's like, which I don't even know why. Exactly. Well, I mean, could it be that the man apologized? He made a mistake. He's better for it. He's learned. Is that not? <laughs> That's not in the realm of possibility, like we or or <laughs> yeah. that's not or we can't do that or nope. You're dead once you fuck up once in the echo chamber. You're out. Yeah, because of course, you know we're not human or anything. <laughs> that that like that struck me as like real crazy. Yeah, just just what type of crazy notion is this that like someone says something and maybe you know because that happens all the time. Sometimes you don't think before you say something or you do something right. Uh, or you make a mistake because you're growing up and that that's part of, of, of like, you know, the human experience. And and to the fact that, that you think that this person should forever be judged by that, no matter what steps you take. Right. You know, it's it, same it, thing it, as the Chris uh, or Chris Hart, uh, Kevin Hart thing. Exactly. You know, and, and, and so then the, the curator for the Pandora playlist. She was saying, no, like the echo chamber is she took the second half of the questions and she's like, no, the echo chamber is not going anywhere. But that we live in a time where people respect authenticity. And if you're an asshole, be an asshole and lean into it. Yeah. So be you. So that was a little bit more. And like you, I think you, you kind of broke that down perfectly. It was like yeah. she was Tony Stark and I was Captain America. And it was yeah. like, yeah, we don't like each other. But like I, I respect what you're trying to get at here. Like I see what you're trying to do here. Yeah. And no. that and that that part of it was cool. But now this is where this is where the 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 interesting part comes in. Why is the echo chamber the one or the ones or the people or the entity that determines what's racist or misogynist or homophobic? You and I, we we are we're watching this video where a guy was talking about men who are, which we found that funny the, the phrase sexually disenfranchised. Yeah, and oh, and and in there he's even talking about guys that are in relationships that don't have sex, which you and I both found that baffling. Like, yeah, like what? Like so, if one isn't married or or one or one is in a relationship, like, and you're struggling to have sex, like, what kind of scenario is that? Yeah. And then and then and then we we were making a joke like if somebody was saying, oh well, no, uh, like like they were making a joke with their wife and and they just said, no, I own you, but it, which was <laughs> yeah. clear which was clearly a joke. Yeah. Well, th this is how I said. It. I said this. I was like, um, I was like, well, I don't think that that's that should be a possibility in a relationship because it's like it's a two part, it's two way street. It's like you have to be kind of like right. One. And you were very reasonable about yeah. it. You were like, no, well, if she's tired or if she's sick. Whatever, like I get that, yeah. but it's like if it's just like no, 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 you can't have none, and then <laughs> that's what I said. I was like, uh, no, what do you mean, no? I own you, right, <laughs> right. And then we, you died. I died because it was clearly a joke. Yeah, like, it, it was, was like it was, a South Park I, moment. Yeah, it was a you were satirizing the whole situation, which I I totally dug. I respected yeah. whatever, but now. <laughs> Let's say, let's say, like we were like in an interview or something yeah. about the topic, yeah. And and somebody, 
the echo chamber could determine based off of that joke which yeah. is clearly a joke yeah, that yeah. you're a misogynist oh i know and and that's what's fucked up about and, it. and so but but who are they to dictate yeah or like if somebody says a, a gay joke oh you're a homophobe now or if you say a race joke you're you're a racist this it's pure insanity yeah because and and, yeah. and the, the the way that those people on that stage should have answered the question about the echo chamber is whether or not it's a good thing they should have answered no, it's not a good thing, and that shit yeah. needs to be eradicated as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah. But individualism is 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 what we need. Make your own decisions. Yeah, yeah. And and, and you have you have to really consider the ramifications of this shit. Is um think about the best thinkers, you know, in comedy. That's provocative as fuck. Your question is based on the fact that, like, this shit is really fucking everything up. Comedy, music, you know. It you is. Gotta be That's careful. why I said. Movies. I, I said I said media art forms. Yeah. In media art forms, it is. It's making things boring and trite. Do you know there was an article for Endgame about how disappointed some people were because there was a gay man in the movie, in the beginning, when they're talking in that circle, if you notice, the guy talks about being on a date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, yeah, and he, you know, he, he stayed quiet, and I stayed quiet. And people were mad because the gay man in the movie had only three lines. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's, it's fucking stupid. Like, in what world do you live that everything has to be, like, you know... And, and, and it's fucked up because Endgame accepted that. Like, oh, that's, that's you know, in the realm of the world that we live in. But, like, now there has to be, like, oh, well, this person has to get added because this other person needs to be represented. And it's like, this is stupid. This is just dumb. <laughs> and, and you know what's a funny way to satirize that shit is, like, had, had like, a dude there that was like super religious and like heard dude talking about he was on a date with dude and it's like it's like it's it's people like you this is why thanos came the the bible foretold and you're people that he brought his, he brought it upon us and that's why this happened like, oh. <laughs> obviously they wouldn't have done that but. hell no but that shit would have been funny that shit that shit sounds like some funnier die shit yeah but yeah like it you know <laughs> that shit killed me and and then i mean across the board you're starting to see critics of, of 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 many of the best comedians who who tackle kind of controversial topics. Well, Kevin Hart was the latest one. Was, oh, uh, some of his ways are so old school. It's so it's not even funny. And I'm like, come on, just please stop. And that's where that echo chamber, like I said, it, it really it really is more so a hindrance on tackling things from a truthful place. Uh, even if it means some people get to be offensive. Yeah. You know? That shit is sad. Segwaying into our next topic. One Night Stands. Jordan, Pe Jordan Peterson has talked about it before. He posted this article um, from the Washington Examiner. And it's an opinion piece written by Suzanne Vechner. Before we get into your take on the article, what's your stand on one night stands? <clears throat> okay, so I'm gonna answer that. But before that, 
this is going to be a very a very good example of why a provocateur like Milo saying feminism is a cancer is is kind of a segue to a conversation like this. Now, for for one night stands, I don't think it's necessarily a good thing because you don't know the person, so you don't know if they have a disease or you don't know, you know, you don't know the person. For all you know, motherfucker slices you, your ass up. Um, yeah, like, whether it be a, a, a like that, like the fucking uh, song on uh, relapse, uh, the <laughs> yeah. the same song and dance. Yeah, and there was actually it's crazy because I was reading uh, about this, uh, but this was like in in what what was it? Uh, early twentieth century or nineteenth century? There was this woman who would like lure men into her house and she would kill them. So it's like you're not even safe as a man. You're safer because you're bigger. But uh, but that, and then also the fact that you know, if a one night stand, since you don't know the person, could kind of send the wrong messages. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, people people will still have them, and mistakes are made. And I feel that that's kind of in the realm of mistakes. I feel that. My feelings on that is the guy ends up kind of being more so the winner, quote unquote. Yeah. And the woman ends up being the loser. Well, not well, in every case, but well, if you had to make a bet on who who comes out a winner. That and that's what's so interesting because the article does kind of tackle that in the sense that when these women are asked about it, and they're obviously that's it's all it's all anonymous. Um, and like they're not their names aren't posted or whatever you see way more women reporting that they felt regretful after it and and i've i've heard that from women before i've heard that from women just like in in talking or like certain social circles that they've talked openly about it cuz it was like it was not like a, a dating scenario or like i was like with any of them it's just they're they're openly talking about it and they would be like, yeah, like it was like a, a, a regretful thing. See, the thing, you see, the, 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 the thing that, that, that you and I have, like we have like a real, I don't think that we, we, we naturally get like everybody to open up to us, but we kind of create like topics like yeah. at, at parties and in social settings where it, it, we make people want to like engage in the conversation. Oh, yes. I have something to say about that. Yeah. Like, remember that time you and you, me and Donnell were at Six Flags? And we were having a conversation, and a lady was like, "Bite with her family." I thought she was going to jump in. The way she, her eyes, yeah, like she, she was, was so, like so, like glued to the conversation. Yeah, and so it's one of those things. And and then and then in that moment, the people there honest is like, "Yeah, like I've been regretful about it," or yeah, I was I was drunk, and it's like I wouldn't normally do that. Like somebody told me, they're like they're like in in like their sober mind. That no, before they do that, they'll just like grab their vibrator. They yeah. rather they rather that yeah. rather than like the mixing of like the spirit and and everything that comes along with that. So yeah, go ahead, finish what you were saying. Yeah. So now I will say this: I could see scenarios in which, like, through conversation, there is a huge chemistry that maybe that you don't feel. With 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 uh with other people. Okay, let me yeah. like, hold your point. I just want to ask something, but but in that moment, 
do they not think that it's going to possibly lead to more if they're feeling the chemistry? See, yeah. that, okay, go ahead. Yeah. So I, I feel like that that they probably do like they, it's like there's that chemistry, and sometimes like I still don't think it's probably a good idea to have sex that night. But if it happens, I don't I don't necessarily feel that that it is that it's a bad thing, and it could lead to like them dating and 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 you know like yeah, a, a, a good relationship. Because I've heard of stories where like 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 people have been married for whatever 20 plus years or whatever and they'll say like yeah we did it the first night but yeah. like the connection was there but i stuck around like she was worth sticking around for yeah. like and and and, and patrice o'neill he talks about that in in one of his black phillips episodes where like women where men we front load sex like sex is like kind of important going into it yeah. and and it is like like that's the the the, the attraction yeah it all kind of starts physical yeah what sustains after that is more than that so that's what yeah. i'm saying so like like you were saying in in the scenario where that you're talking about where the chick she meets the guy and like the chemistry is there or whatever and they decide to like get busy yeah cool but I, but even in that scenario, I, I think it's being done with the hope that like, yes, let's have breakfast in the morning. Let's, you know, like everything this night has been so great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's where like, I feel that the woman is a lot more vulnerable in that situation because women, they tend to care more about that going in. Like they always like, they'll look at like for a guy to sleep with a girl that could just be a notch on his belt. Oh yeah, I got you know, and that's it. That's that was his thought process. I'm not saying it will be for every man, but you know, they're not thinking oh future. Deep down inside, like I think that women, they they they, they there's things that they're gonna want. Like oh I I I think okay, he was handsome, but he was pretty smart. Oh, um, depending on how he like you said breakfast, depending on what happens in the morning, it's always like what what could this lead to. Yes. Whereas for men, it could be like, you know, I'm, I had a good night. I'm yeah. out. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and so I feel that, that that's where women might not, you know, and, I, and, and again, this is generally speaking, because I'm sure there's women who maybe they just wanted to fuck and that's it. Yeah. But more so, I, I'm, I'm talking but, averages but even, here. But even then, even then. Right, we're talking average, we're talking generalities, but even then, the ones that, that, as you put it, just wanted to fuck, we don't know if there's any regret that follows that. Yeah. You get yeah. what I'm saying? That's my point. And also, you might be, due to your frustration in not being able to have a boyfriend, or you're kind of creating a scenario in which, like, well, at least I'm having sex. Boom. You know? That that's that's kind of hey man that's 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 why that's why you're a fucking audio wave no you you really you you really you really kind of discovered or unfolded something right there because I have seen that so many times in my life where it would be a chick and obviously you know me well i i stay the hell away from the, those yeah. type of chicks yeah. like but i have seen it so many times in my life where it's a chick and like 
she can't like get a dude like it's it's or it's just whatever her situation is or whatever it's not working out or she's or she's bad at picking dudes and then mm. like or, or whatever it's just not working or the scenario or or whatever and she is off of the chain sexually and all she is doing is taking removing herself further and further away from the thing that she wants it is so crazy how that works. I yeah. have no idea the logic behind it. I may never... The way that I look at it is... I, I look at it almost like the way that... Like a guy that gets out of... Remember in the movie Forgetting Sarah Marshall where he just like... He breaks up and he's just like having sex with all these chicks? Yeah. Like you're just kind of filling a void. Like... Yeah. You're here for the moment. It doesn't mean anything. I'm feeling a, it's like a drug. Like like it's not. It, it, well, think of it. I'm not happy, but it it just it is what it is. And then like in that movie, which is why that's one of my favorite comedy movies, where he meets that badass chick later on, and it's like you see the difference. And it is very genius how that movie shows that it's yeah. like no, it's not just about like it, it's like. On the number of chicks is the the quality behind it. Yeah, yeah. Because she was badass. Like even from 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 the get go and forgetting Sarah Marshall when he was at the desk and like how she held him down, like like because he couldn't afford the room, but he she didn't want to embarrass him in in front of his ex. Yeah, yeah. You know, like like from the from jump. That she was that she was dope. That she was dope. And and um, (laughs) like just the, the conversations and then like she liked him for him. Yeah. And and then and then you know all this time he's thinking like about his ex his ex and said damn she's badass like what the fuck am I thinking yeah and that's when he falls for her but it's it was more than like you said like in, in the beginning of the movie you know all those women didn't look bad but it was just like yeah I'm just gonna go through the motions yeah no in fact I, I would I, one could even argue that some of them look better than her yeah yeah but yeah. like that like you really do see that like that doesn't that doesn't matter as much. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, it it doesn't it doesn't matter but but to 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 a woman that's not getting the attention or what she wants, it kind of becomes like, "Well, I got to and then that's when they'll be, like, "Oh, well, I'm independent and all this. I'm going to I'm going to provide, you know, I'm going to I'm going to provide everything I don't have in a relationship through other through other means." And then when you compartmentalize things like that, you kind of, you don't realize it because you don't, I mean, like your brain plays games with you. Kind of like it, 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 it kind of, whatever you're lacking or whatever you feel that you're not getting, your mind is going to kind of work a, a, well, you said it last time we were talking about it, like, like um, there was a perfect word for it. It kind of substitutes without you knowing. I say a lot of great shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. But like, like, like it's, oh, it's like a defense mechanism. Yeah. A defense mechanism. Like that, that's, that's basically what it is. And it's funny because in the article, the opinion piece, they mentioned this Huffington Post <laughs> article, which I, I started reading and, and it's so, it's, it's a very irresponsible article. Uh, the, what's well, a, it's a article from a blog. And uh, this is the title. It says, Seven Ways You May Be Slut-Shaming Yourself and Why You Need to Stop. For the first one being listening to the voice in your head. 
Jesus. Like listening that, that, to the voice in your head. The voice in your head is what keeps you from walking in down the fucking <laughs> hole in front of you. Yeah, and it's like, like, hey, stupid, don't go that way. Yeah, and like some of the shit that that like that says, like um, having sex on a first date lacks class. That he won't respect you, and that if anything, you should at least wait for him to initiate, right? And then, and then they're like, enough to kill any and all authentic lust. What authentic lust? Like, we're talking about general one night stands. So then we're talking about why a woman would even engage. So now, in yeah, you like want you want to like coin a phrase, authentic lust, like 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 add authenticity to the lust, like like. <laughs> It's like, listen, bro. Yeah, we had a one night stand. I had lust, but it wasn't any lust. It was authentic lust. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. In that case, in that case, shit. you were right. You're right. <laughs> uh, then, then this is a question that they ask: Is are your ingrained attitudes about sex coming from a source you actually want to listen to? I don't know. I think maybe society and 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 the older people that have preceded you have shown what is good and what is bad and maybe that's their responsibility to pass that on to their children and the reason why they pass it on to their children is because they've lived through it and they're like oh well this is not good oh yeah or maybe the fucking void that you feel when like you just like like got naked in front of a dude got busy with him and he's like oh yeah i gotta go yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and if you're cool with that, that's fine. Where does but, morality come from? You know, think but, about that. But in, but in all honesty, I have never come across a woman that said she was cool with that. Like, yeah, never. No. Never. Because it's, it, it shouldn't even... Even if they did, they kind of know that this is probably not good. But maybe I'll take a dive because I'm into the guy. That's the only, and like what, like I said, if the chemistry's there, I could see. But it's still, they'll be able to tell you that it's not. You know, this is probably most likely nothing good will come of this. Um, and shit, if 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 you're a guy that's looking to date, that like, if you're trying to date a woman, right, and you're not trying to like, you know, sleep around. And you're really like, look, that might kind of mess you up a little bit. Like, oh, you know, we didn't talk much. She doesn't know me that well. Um, me... You think so? I, I think guys look at it differently, though. But see, I'm, I'm talking about you're drunk. You're not, you know, remove who we are. Because, see, we're very conversational. So sometimes that could... That could be... Yeah, you learn a lot quick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. See, like, just put yourself, like, just in general, you're with your friends, you're drinking a couple, she's hot, she thinks you're hot, you guys have sex. Then that kind of becomes where, well, you probably will see what's to it because she's hot, but it's like maybe what if you're psyching yourself into the... Oh, what? She, she gave it up this fast... You know, like I don't know. It, it, it's it's something that you would kind of like have to. If yeah, if you don't, navigate. if you don't feel like you have a, a like a solid understanding of who the person is. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. I, I I could kind of see what you're saying. Like the way that I was looking at it is like on a date, like or or like just like like a situation. It's like all right, you know this person. You've been talking to them 
for a while. Yeah. So like your first encounter together, you get physical, but there's been a buildup to it. Yeah. Right. But what you're saying is a scenario where you just meet this person this night. And and that's true because the, the scenario I'm thinking of is not, it's technically not a one night stand because what a one night stand is technically is, is like, uh, like you just met the person. Yeah. Yeah. This is another point that I found like, what? Um, and again, this is seven ways you're slut shaming yourself. Paying attention to your number. If you fucked five guys in a matter of a month, wouldn't you sit there and stop and ask, what's wrong? I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, 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 because. It, well, remember, we kind of covered this when Vince was on the episode <laughs> about, like, does the number matter? Yeah. See, but but I just don't. It depends. Like, if you're just trying to sleep around, well, I guess there's nothing wrong. Like, that's what you want to do, right? But don't complain later. Don't complain. That's right. fine. Yeah, I feel you. And and it's it's okay. Whatever. And, and live that shit. Don't yeah. try to get a motherfucker now to be to be like, oh well, you know what I'm saying? Let's yeah. let's work. Let's see what's to the relation. No, 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 no. Because yeah, I feel like, you. Yeah, it's like, I, I see what you're saying. No, I think you should pay attention to the number because at that point you should ask yourself why, why, <laughs> why am I doing this? You know, like I think that for for dude in in uh, for Sarah Marshall, like I'm pretty sure he was like, "Whoa, this isn't working." No, I've even, slept even with all his, these women. even his brother told him that. Yeah, he's like, "This is not going to work for you. This is not like it's not you, who you are." Yeah. So so it's like you need to find someone that's that's a good that's a good match for you. Like what you, that's not going to fill anything. So then that's why when that thing, that question is, Oh, well you're keeping, you're paying attention to your number. I think that that's bullshit. You should pay attention to your number because, and then also you should pay attention to how you feel about the, the whole thing. And don't, don't judge yourself off of it. Cause like everybody's entitled to mistakes or whatever like that. But, yeah. but learn from that shit because because that it's it is a very slippery slope. Remember that um uh what was it, a world star video where this shit was great. Like I really wish like I could like interview one of those guys or like just really get like the whole backstory of it. Yeah. But there were there were five friends, minus the guy that was that was taking the video. So for all we know, he he got one too. Yeah. And I guess through whatever like inner workings, this chick thought that they would not know th- like they would not know that that like she's been with like certain ones of them. Yeah. Like it's like they're all like in close proximity. So I guess yeah. like she thought like they would never know. So in the, in the video the guys recording and then like they I guess they somehow got her all to send her a picture and they click it. They click it and like the, uh, all of them click their phones at the same time and like the picture pops up on all five phones, the same picture. Yeah. And it says like a caption like, no, you're the only one for me or some shit like that. And they're like, oh, <laughs> they're all like celebrating because because like to them, this yeah. is like this to them. I'm sure they felt how the Democrats would have felt if there was some to that Mueller report. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, 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 oh, yeah. like, like and, yeah. and, and, and mind you, there was a one taking the video for all we know, he had the shit too, but yeah. you couldn't see cause he was taking the video with his phone. Hell no. Crazy, 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 crazy stuff. But no, I, the reason, the reason that I say that is because 
this is more like like in a like in advice to to women for any women that are out there or or guys that have daughters or or whatever the case cuz we're here to help um be careful be yeah. careful because you, you you think you think it's one thing you and and it's it's another thing and like yeah. honestly I don't know. I don't know the girl that was in that picture. I don't know those guys, but like, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that girl is a joke and those guys are laughing. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's like, uh, be careful with that because then what, what does like psychologically, what does that become for her? You know? Yeah. Like, damn. And then, and then maybe too, maybe it was all out of fear too. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it was, she was in a scenario where like, whatever, like she was messed up. Yeah. Be careful though. Yeah. Be careful because like it's, and, and, and to be quite honest, it would be the same thing. Honestly, it'd be the same thing. Like if, if a dude was going around sending a bunch of chicks dick pics, it'd be the same thing. Yeah. Like be careful because like, this is. It is different though, like I don't know why why it is, but it's just like that. Like yeah. guys, like the shame is just it's different. It is, but it's still you know. If if you were to send a dick pic, and then that shit is just revealed to like I sent it to you though, you know what I mean? Like it's still, so you still I think that your advice is is a good advice. Like think about what what you're doing when it comes to that, and then and, like and and with who. And with who? Who you're sending that shit to? Be yeah. careful. Um, Jordan Peterson said some along the, the same lines, and I was like, damn, that he makes a very valid point. And it was in the article, and this is what he said. He said, uh, people treat sex like it's casual. It's not. Sex is unbelievably complicated. It's dangerous. It involves emotions. It involves pregnancy. It involves illness. It involves betrayal. It reaches right down into the roots of someone. You don't play with something like that casually. Well, you can, but you'll pay for it. And oh. that's good food for thought when it comes to this shit. I think we should end it there. Yep. That's our episode for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. Remember to share, rate, review. It helps us out a lot. If you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music on all major music streaming platforms, Audio Apes, our catalog will pop up. We're out. Peace. Peace.